All right, we're starting Daf Samach Zayin, Amad Aleph. We're at the about eight lines down, and although the Mishnah kind of ended with going back to the idea of Kupa, but really the Gemara now is going to go back to the original part and the first and second Mishnah we had yesterday in regards to um, what does the husband write in on, on the value. So we discussed three cases. Really, it ended up with three, three, three situations. If let's say she brings in or her father brings money into the marriage, then he writes down the value of the money in the ksuba, but marks it up by 50%. We said if it is, um, if it is something that went through formal evaluation, so there are kalim that went through formal evaluation, then it's par, equal. But if it didn't go through formal evaluation, meaning if, if she says, okay, I'm bringing in you know, a, a, $1,000 worth of furniture at the, at the, <clears throat> in the base chasnos, right, where they're writing up the ksuba and she, they're, they're deciding what they're bringing in. So we assume that she ascribed additional, there was an inflated value, everybody's in a good mood, right? An inflated value, everything, right? Everybody's in a good mood. And therefore, he writes, when he writes the value that he's going to give her in dollars, I said, Mistama, this would be where the value is locked in, so he would minus 20%. So if she's saying, I'm bringing a thousand, or the father's saying, I'm bringing a thousand dollars worth of furniture, so he'll write in the ksuba $800. Now, Coming off of that, Zuck at the two dots, Amar Rav Shaman Bar Abba, Amar Rav Yechanan. So this is B'Shem Rav Yechanan. We say, Zahav. Let's say she brings in gold. Shaman Aisai Barehu Kishvuyav. Okay, even though we said Kalim get uh, reduced by 20%, gold would be fair market value. Okay, it would be whatever it's worth in dollars. Okay, Rashi says, You don't do either of those. This would fit into the category of you write in the par amount. Now, there is a machalik, it's Rashi and Taisus, what is this zav? Rashi says chatich zav, which sounds like, you know, gold chips or gold pieces. Taisus says that, it brings down a sheet of srach, the bekli zahav nizavim utabais, okay? That it's either uh, different rings or gold jewelry. So again, we're not going to reduce the 20% for these things. Meisvei frek de gemara hazav Zav is like kalim. My lav ki kalim shal kesef. So zav is like kalim. Kalim, we said, get marked down 20%. Like Kalim of Kesef, which, which means standard Kalim. That's a way of saying standard Kalim. And therefore, it should be marked down by 20%. So <clears throat> why are you depachsi, right? Which you reduce, again, the 20%. Lai says the Gemara, no, no, Kasha, Kikalim shall zav. What we mean is Kikalim shall zav, which there's an exception, a carve-out rule. Zav always is for, for fair market value. Deloy pachsi. You don't, you don't mark them down at all. It, there's no discount. It's 100%. One second, the Bryce says, what does the Bryce say? It's like Kalim, which sounds like some other type of Kalim. If we're talking about Zav, then it should have said Kalim, that any gold is like its own Kalim of gold. And if you're telling me gold is in a separate category, when we say Kalim, it sounds like we're crossing over and we're saying Zav is like Kalim, some other sort of Kalim. Okay, so leave that, that's Kasha number one. Now, we're going to get into Kasha number two. We'll come back to Kasha number one. Kasha number two is going to be a little bit technical to follow. Okay, we're going to bring a Bryce. Oh, you tiny, we have a Bryce. It says, Zahav Kalim. Gold is like Kalim. Din Zav, But gold coins, Din Zav, so Zav is like Kalim. Din Zav, Then it has like, then money. So that's, Rabbi Shimon Megam Leolaymer, Bimakam Shinagu Shaloyla Parton. Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel comes to argue on the Tanakhama, it sounds like, and he's saying that we're talking about in a place, So on the simple way of, let's just simple way of reading this before we jump into the Gemara too much, right? It says, number one, the ratio said, So that would sound, if you just had to go blank, you would say, okay, then you reduce 20%. Zav would be like Kalim reducing 20%. 20%. <coughs> 
if their din rei zahav kicks off him, that's, you mark up 50%, that we discussed. And Rashim Muel says, in a makam shenagu shalalipartan, they would be par or fair market value. Now, the problem what we're going to have is, is that mistama, it sounds like we're going not like the Tanakam, not like the Shitzah Chachamim. You're saying gold isn't. So, but first, let's figure out which one is Rashim Gamliel going on, because it seems like he's arguing. So, is he arguing on the ratio, the ratio that said Zav is Kekalim, or on the Seifa that said Din Rezam Kiksafim? Rashim Gamliel, hi, Ilema Seifa, if you're telling me he's arguing on the Seifa that says that gold dinners are, have a din of money, meaning they get marked at 50%, Miklal de Tanakama, Safar, Filu Makam Shanagushal, the Parton, in a, in a, Shalal uh, Parton means where you can't change it in. Meaning, let's say you have like a, a, a $500 bill, but something that can't be changed in. So it has a value of money. It's legal tender officially, but uh, nobody's going to change it for you. So then essentially it becomes unusable. Okay, so, so you're telling me that money that is, you're saying is, is practically unusable, you're going to mark it by 50%. Well, if the whole reason we're marking it by 50% is to invest it, well, if no one's going to take this money, then you can't invest it. You're not going to get the value of it. So why should you mark it up at 50%? So, right, so again, so if you say, on the money, so the Rabbi comes to say, well, money gets marked at 50%, except if it's money that you can't practically use, nobody will change it in for you, so then it gets par value. It maintains its value, but you don't get the 50% because it's not really investable, it's not usable. They call it That can't be, right? If that's where Rabbi is arguing, that means the Tanakhama is going to hold, even though the money isn't practically usable, you can't invest it, you should still mark it at 50%. That doesn't make any sense. Why, we, why would we say that? El Alav, you have to say Rishon Galil is arguing on the Reisha, Vahachi Kamar. Okay, and this is what he's saying. Zav, Kalim. So the Reisha, which talked about gold, and said it's like Kalim, my Kalim, Kalim shall Kesef. That sounds like Zahav. It's like Kalim of Kesef, right? Which, what, what, which means what? Depachsi, meaning we take a 20% discount when we write them in to the Ksuba. That no, we're going to treat Zav not as Kalim, they go down by 20%, but rather we're going to treat it like money that's not, that's, that, that's not practically usable. Because Lomaisa, right, Zav is in a different category. So if so, what's the kasha? Okay, so the kasha is like this. Now you're making the, you're making Rav only like Rishim and Gamliel. If we're talking about Zav, again, the Tanakhama says Zav, we're going to treat Shivrei Zav or Kalim of Zav, whichever shot you go into, we're going to treat it like Kalim. Of Kesef, meaning minus 20%. Rishon Galil says, no, we're going to treat it at par value. So, if so, then Rav Shemin Bar Abba, Rav Yechanan, when he said, that's going like Rav Shemin Gamliel, not like the Shittas Chachamim, which you have a problem with. So the Gemara says, really, no, we're really, we're talking about the Seifa, Udenafki Al-Dehatchak. We're talking about where, so you, you made it either black or white. Either you could use this money or you can't use this money. It's either accepted or not accepted. So here it says, meaning there's a way to use it. I just had an a, a instance of this. I was in uh, Switzerland and I had, for, I was there three years ago and I had, they apparently changed over the 100 uh, franc bill. So I had from the last time I keep it in my bag in case I have to go back in the taxi when I get there or whatever. Still thinking I'm in 1997. Okay, so anyway, so I, I, so I get to the hotel and I have this 100 franc Bill and I asked her if she could change it. I wanted to tip the bellman or whatever it was. And, and uh, the lady says to me, I'm sorry, these are the old bills. We can't accept them. I'm like, so it's worthless? She said, no, you have to go to a bank and they'll formally. So that to me, that's, that's right. That's going to be like the nafki ayde ad chak. 
Right? You can't, it's, not legal, it's not accepted everywhere, but there's a way to convert it. You can convert it. You can go to the bank and they'll, ch- they'll change it in for you. And that's the machlekes. So b'hok kamifliki. Mar savar, the Tanakhama holds, keeping the nafki, mishabchina lo. So the Tanakhama holds, okay, so this is money. Again, this is, so this is a separate zaitik machlekes. They're having a machlekes only in about, like, partially usable money. So the Tanakhama says, well, if it's usable, you might have to, you might have to uh, schwitz a little to, to use it, but it it still has a category of money, and therefore you mark it up at 50%. Umar Savar, the Rabbi Shimon, holds, keep it in Okay, so that's answer number one, a way to deal with the second kasha, which is the brisa, right? We're trying to figure it out. Is it Tanakhama or Shimon? No, the answer is they're, they're having a, a Zayatikamachlikis in regards to money that isn't necessarily usable, but when it comes to gold, everybody will agree that it's, it gets par value, and there's no machlekes there. Or, or you could say the whole thing, like we kind of read it at the beginning, is Hashem Gamliel, and he's not arguing. Zahav, hareu kekelim. Gold has a din of kelim. Din rezav, hareu kekesafim. So, din rezav is money, again, 50%. The medvar memuim, that is b'makum shenagu leparton. That is in a, in, a, in a place where you can trade it in. Where you, it's not easily traded in. Okay, that Rishim Gamliel is saying that when we talk about money, really, that we're, it's really going off the money. And I, what are we talking about? We're talking about in a place where when does money, gold money, have a din of money, that's when you can trade it in. But if it's not traded in a bowl, then you know what value it's going to get. Then, then it's going to get equal value, par value. Why? Okay, that in, in a situation where you can't be parton, right, you can't trade it in, so then gold gets, even though they're gold coins, officially they're money, but if they're not usable, it's just going, going to get par value. Mikol makam. Okay, so, okay, either way, so we, we addressed the second, in the Brisa, we worked out Rav either they're arguing about something else, or the whole thing's Rav and there's not really a machlekes here, and everyone's going to agree that, that gold, gold money, okay, when it, gold, or gold money, when it can't be used as legal tender, it's essentially rendered to be like gold chips or gold pieces, and then it's going to get par value, no machlekes. Okay, either way, but the pro- problem is we have our first kasha, and that was, right, Rav said, gold Pieces is is gets par value, and we asked right is kishiv 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 yav, like it's whatever the equal value is, and we asked it should have said imkain love. It should have said gold gets like it's kelov. Why did it say kikelim? So we call him come kikelov me bayale. So the Gemara says either kasha or ibayis ema the brisa where we said it's kikelim. No, really, really kikelim means gold in the brisa gets value of kalim, meaning you do take off 20%. I, Rav Shaman ben Rav Yechanan said, Rav Shaman ben Abar ben Yechanan said, gold maintains par value. You don't take off 20%. So what are we talking about? Hachamayaskinan, the Bryso, which says, really gold, real gold, good gold, gold pieces, par value. I, the Bryso, which said, gold is like silver, that's talking about Yucky gold. It's crumbly gold. Okay, so it loses its value. It's not going to be or Amravashi Amr Bimamale, which would be like a gold, Rashi says, dak dak, right? Like a gold dust. So this is a, we're, we're calling it gold, but it's like gold dust. It's not real, like pieces, shtick gold. Real gold, so I mean, have different categories. Money goes up 50%. Normal Kalim down 20%. Regular gold maintains par value. If it's not good gold, right, either crumbly gold or gold dust, which isn't fit into the category of gold pieces, so then it would also be like kikelim, like silver, and you take off 20%. So, Amar, 
<clears throat> so we discussed, let's go back. So we're done with this idea of gold. Let's go back to just discussing. We discussed money gets marked up by 50%. So now the Gemara is going to go through, and the way Rashi explains the Gemara, we're gonna, that there's other things that are so valuable that they're going to be in the category like money, meaning they're so investable that when she brings it in, because the ksuva, right, what's the idea here? She, her, she's bringing in $1,000. Him, he, he's writing in a value at the ksuba. If I divorce you or if I die first, which could happen 50 years later, I'm going to give you back your money. I'm locking the value. But the problem is, is that if it's so investable, he's going to make money off it. It's not fair to lock it in at, at market value. So we mark it up at 50%. So there are some other things which are, are, so, are so investable. They're such great assets to own that we're going to also mark, we're going to also mark them up by a third. Amar Reb Yanai B'Samim Antuchia. They have a din of money. That a woman that a woman can be gaiva parna. Now it gets a little tricky. The way Rashi is going to explain parna here, Rashi says revashlish. So it sounds like also kiksafim. Tysus doesn't like it. Well, it, why are you changing the terms? If it's kiksafim, just keep on saying kiksafim. Elamai, it's going to switch here to say that she can collect her suva from them. So let's, let's talk about this because, again, it's going to blend. Either way, in Rashi as well, the Gemara at the end is going to get into one thing that she can collect her suva on. So we are going to switch from, right? So we, we're starting off saying the first thing was kiksafim. Certain things are so valuable, they're so investable, like money, that you mark it up by a third. When you lock in the value, when you lock in the value in the suva, you're going to mark it up a third because it's so investable. At the end, the Gemara is going to talk about certain things that, are, that a woman will be able to collect her ksuba from, even though it's not normally where's a ksuba collected from? Karka. There's certain things we can collect the karka. So the way Rashi learns it is, this parna over here, right now it's going to change, but this parna over here is also, like we said, ksafim, certain things get marked up a third. Taisa says, no, that these are things that because she, she has das to collect, she, she has das in them, they're so valuable, so she could even collect her ksuba from these things. Okay, but like I said, at the end of the Gemara, that's the way it's going to end up anyway, so it's a little bit confusing, but let's, let's go through. Okay, so, Arabian camels, she will mark up a third. That's what Rashi learns. Certain types of clothing, okay, they were very high in demand. Again, also they'll have, they're so investable, they'll get the 50%. Markup when written into the ksuba. Okay, the sackcloth of this place called Rudya, the Ashli and ropes, the Kamchunya. Again, same idea. Okay, Rashi in this, again, is continuing with this parna, 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 which basically means mark it up a third, which is like the ksafim. Okay, now it's going to switch. And Rashi switches the, right, if you look at this, another Rashi says parna. That the wallets, of Mechuza, meaning that, that Mechuza was a place that was a lot of liquidity, a lot of free-flowing capital, okay? And therefore, the, let's, let's just go into the idea here. So the reason is that normally, and we'll talk about now, we've actually spoken this time in Tesis and Daphne and Aleph, but the woman is Geva Herksuba from Karka because it's about her smichas das. What, when, when, when we write it in, what does the woman think the value of the Ksuba is secured by? Not only the woman, but in general, what is, in general, the most, we would say that the most, certainly in those days, the most secure thing would be real estate. So the real estate is, so her das is to collect the ksuba, and therefore she collects it based on karka. So what is meshubah to the ksuba? What is meshubah to the ksuba? What's meshubah to the ksuba is karka, because that is the smichas das. So in a place like Mechuzah, we're now saying, where there was so much liquidity and free-flowing capital, 
that the Smichas Das of people wasn't on Karka, but it was on money. It was cash. There's always going to be cash metaltum around. Okay? And that's the way we understand it. That This Parna means she can actually be Goiva her Ksuba from this, in this place, because that's what the Smichas Das was. My because there was a smichas das that the money would always be available, money would always be around, and therefore she can collect her ksuba based on that. Kiban the chazoi, however, I saw, I watched, I witnessed it in real time that what would the women do when they went ahead and they would get cash for their ksuba? You know what they would do? What would they buy? What's the first thing they would buy? They would run and buy They would go run and buy as soon as they found a piece of land they would buy. So we see really that when they thought about where's the security for my money, it's really in Karka. It's only on land and therefore I was wrong. I thought for a while, right, so we see here Parna switched. So initially we talked about things that get marked up like Safim. According to Rashi, all the rest of the Parnas until the last one had to do with things getting marked up like money. And then the last one is now this new idea that when she's Geva Herksuba, it's based on a Smichas Das. And I thought, says Rabbi, for a moment, that in Mechuzah, because everybody's Samech Das on having uh, uh, excess or, or a lot of liquidity, so therefore their Samech Das to collect it based on money. Kamash Malan, I was wrong because I see they run and take the money and buy land. So it must be what they really consider secure is land, and therefore we can only collect our Ksuba on land. Now, what, Tysus points out a problem here, right? Is, this is not just what's their smichas das. If you say that a woman, the standard is ara, like land. Now, if we say that the land is meshuba turksuba, that means that if the husband sells the land and 20 years later she needs to collect her suba and there's nothing left, she can go collect that land. So if you're saying there are certain metaltalin that you can collect in the same vein, then you would be able with metaltalin, and we know, and, and, and Tysus has a problem with that. He says, <laughs> If you're going to treat these assets like karka, it's going to mess with the, it's like the, the idea of like that there's, that there's an ordinary a way, like the rules of business, meaning in order to have, or to have efficient, you can't have a situation where people are trading things and then they have liens on it. There's no way, it doesn't have a cold, there's no way to, to, to describe it, right? There's no way to know. Again, the whole idea of why we're going to be good, why are we going to penalize the guy who bought the land from the husband if he sold it after, is because he should have known, right? That he, that it's something that people knew. But metaltalin, right? Do you go, do you do a, a title search? You hire, you hire a title attorney, you do a title search, and you can know you this land records. But by metaltalin, you don't have that. There's no way to ascribe ownership. Okay, and therefore, so now, and as Tysus ends off, and we discussed this back, Tysus on Nunalif said this as well, that since, a takana, since the time of Takanas HaGa'inim, so even though we came and said, we are only, we're only, we're only, uh, Rava tried in Mechuzah to be Gaiva from Metaltalin, then he said, no, it's only land, but says Tysus that if we see the Takanas HaGa'inim, the way we talk a hold is, what is the Smichas Dasa people? That, that in the times of the Ga'inim it already changed, and the Smichas Dasa people was on Metaltalin, and therefore, Ksubas do get collected from Metaltalin, Okay, in modern times and not from land. Let's move on to the next mission. Amasias bitay stam. If a, a guy marries off, people record liens on, on inventory and on. Uh, you you can, but it's not. Cars. It, one second, you can, and banks do, right? But regular people don't. When I go to buy something from you, 
If I go to buy something from you, I'm not thinking, so you're right. If you have a business and you have a bunch of inventory, you have accounts receivable, so the banks, there are things, yes, there are businesses that can go ahead and do it. But you can understand that when I buy something from you, if I buy a piece of land, if I buy a house from you, right, for sale by owner, I buy a house from you. So the understanding is, is that it's on me to check and make sure. If I buy a watch from you, and somebody comes back and says a lien, right? Well, well, how was I supposed to know? There is no, right? Now you're right, people who are in the watch business, they can get a bank to lend them money because they have a, w- a way and methodology in, profes- in, a, in a professional environment to deal with that, to make sure that, but right, when you're talking about regular commerce, that's, that's not right, right? That, that wouldn't, land, yes, everything else, no. Okay, Hamas, yes, bitay stam. Okay, but I want to highlight that it's, it's less about that. What we see here is it's about smichas das. And since the times of the Gainim, it's about smichas das, so people are smich das to collect their ksuba based on money. Money is always available, and therefore they would be able to uh, collect ksuba based on money. Okay, let's move on. Zok to Mishnah, Masiyas Bitei, for the third time. Masiyas Bitei, Stam, Loyivchais, Michavishim Zos. So, I don't mean to be, uh, there's just a lot of words in the Gemara and I'm a base. So, okay, Masiyas Bitei, Stam, Loyivchais, La Michavishim Zos. That if a man is marrying off his daughter, it should be a minimum of 50 zoz. It's not clear what this 50 zoz is. There is a, it's clear at the end of the Mishnah that we're going to be talking about um, Nidunya. But at this point, there is a Machlegis Rishonim. Are we talking about clothing or are we talking about Nidunya? And if it's clothing, that's what the Ramam says, then the 50 zoz would point back to where we discussed that a man has to provide for his wife 50's minimum ani 50 zoz worth of clothing. So then it could be that 50 zoz. Okay, Pasak Lachnisa Aruma, and that would also be the Mashmas, if he says, the father says, you know what, I am, I am, or the husband says, you know what, I'm okay. I'm it's on the clothing. So he, the father doesn't have to provide the 50 zuz. Pasak Lachnisa Aruma without clothing. So the husband can't say, wait, when does this chiv start? That's what the Mishnah seems to be saying. I'm only going to provide her clothes when she comes to my house, but while she's still at her father's house, I'm not going to give. Okay, the Baal has to provide, as soon as he agrees to the marriage, he has to start providing her clothing if, if he, he issued a waiver on the normal, which is the father bringing in the 50. So too, if we marry off, right, the Gabbai Tzedakah, marry off, an orphan, Okay, this is definitely talking about Okay, but if there's more money in the kitty, right, if the Tzedakah Pushka has plenty of money, so then you can give her a little bit more out of Tzedakah money. You don't have to necessarily give the minimum. We must be talking, we discussed this before. There's Pshiti and then there's Turi, right, which Pshiti has one-eighth of the value. We must be talking about the Pshiti, the lowest level. Because let's look at the Seifa. The Seifa said that if, when, when you're going to go ahead and be Mepharnes and Yusayma, you can give her more. So now like this. We're talking about the Pushka box. If you're talking about the higher level, so it's 50 times 8, so, right, if that's what you're talking about, so how much more? You're already giving her so much money. I understand that if it's the lowest level, I'll give her, okay, 50 is not that much. But if you're already at 8x the value of the lowest level coins, you're already giving her a lot of money. How much more do you want to take from the pushka? It must be that we're going with the lower level denomination. Tanur Abban. Yasin B'Yusayma. Now we're going to talk about a lot of halachas. Hilchas Tzedakah over here. Yasin B'Yusayma. Tanur Abban. Yasin B'Yusayma. Shabbat Lispanis. Let's say you have a Yasin B'Yusayma that come to get Parnasa. So who do you take care of first? There is uh, boys and girls. 
Mefarnsin, girls' town, first, Mefarnsin is Hayyusayim, Mefarnsin is Hayyusayim, is Hayyusayim. Mipnei, why? Ish darkei lachsar. Psachim, because the man can go knock on doors, Ve'inisha darkei lachsar. But it's not normal for a woman to go, for the girls to go ahead and knock on doors. Yosem, the Yusayim, Shabaul, Linase, let's say they're coming to get married. Masina, so Yusayim, Vachak, Masiyas, Hayyusayim. We marry off the Yusayim, and then the Yusayim, why? Mipnei Shebushta, Shal Isha, Maruba, Mishal Ish. Because the Boishes of a girl for not being married is worse than a man. Okay, so again, coming to hand out money, you, if you only have a little amount of money, you give it to the girl because the boy can go knock on doors and if, you have, and if you have to marry them off first, so who gets priority? The girl gets priority. We buy us. We rent him a house. We give him a dira. And we give him a bed. And anything that he's going to need. Okay, so first, first, we can't just go ahead and marry him off and let him figure it out. You have to give him, you have to set him up for success. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, De you have to give somebody what they need. Asher Yechsarloi. What does this mean? De Machsarloi is a bias. Asher Yechsarloi is a mita. Vishulchan. Loi, right, says, De Machsarloi, Asher Yechsarloi. What is the loi? Then Isha, right? So we see bias first, then mita. Got to give him the basics, and then you can go ahead and marry him off. Bechenu Oimer, Esaloi. Where do we see that loi refers to Isha? Esaloi, Ezer Kenegdai, Adam and Chava. Okay, so we see that that refers to husband and wife. Tanu Rabbanu. De Machsarei. So what is this idea that you have to give him what he needs? Atam Etzuvah of the Parnasai. You have to give him what he needs to subsist. Atam Etzuvah of the Ashrei. But you don't have to give him enough tzedakah. You don't have to make him wealthy. Asher Yechsarloi. What does this mean? Whatever he's missing. So we see this idea here that you have to give him what he needs and you have to fill anything that's missing. So what does that mean, anything that's missing? If we already say, give him everything that needs, that means that it's subjective to the situation. Okay, that if, he's, if he was a person that was normally had a sus to ride on and an evan to, to run in front of him, that's where he came from, that's what he normally had, and then he lost everything. So we have to be asher yechzar lo. You have to... You have to put him back to the level that he was used to. That there was a certain ani that came from a mishpacha that was mechobedik. Okay, they had a, you know, they, they had a, so they, he was used to living on a certain standard. And what did Hillel do? So he gave him echad susler kavala, so when Hillel was providing him money, so Hillel Azakin, so he provided him a sus and an ebed. And he ran in front of him, right? He was the caller out, because that was the, when people had an Ebed that would run in front of them, well, when Hell couldn't find the Ebed, he did went and did it himself, because we see the mitzvah is Dei Machsoyrei. Okay, I, Salamta. they ask, what do you mean? You have to look away. Sometimes the Zakin when it comes to a So how could Hill go ahead and do this? So the answer that, one of the answers given is that it depends if it's for, if it's nicker, that it's for a mitzvah, then it would be okay. And here, obviously, if the hill, great hill Azak and the Gadol is running in front of him, then it must be everybody would have known, and that wouldn't apply the problem of Vizalamta, that sometimes, you know, we say that he's Azak and Vizalamta, that, you know, where it's not nicker, meaning he's going to pick up an object and it's not Lefichhoide to be, to be knocking on doors, so then it's not necessarily. Um, it's, not, it's not necessarily the same problem. So you have a story with the Anche Galil that they, uh, they, they purchased for an Ani Ben Tavim, meaning an Ani that came from a respectable family, a leader of Basar, but Litra, whatever that measurement is, so the Gemara didn't think that that was such a big deal. Litra Basar Marivusa. Okay, that's not so much meat. What's, what, what's the Kiddush? 
So you bought the you bought the ani some meat. What, what's this? So I'm a Rabuna litcher basar Michel Eifes. Ah, no, it was duck, right? It was, it was this this was good stuff. Okay, Viba is same of a litra basar mamish. Or really it was money that they gave him a liter a litra worth of money. Money, I guess if it's certainly if it's gold, right, be worth more than meat. So you gave him so much money to be able to buy basar Ravashi Amar. Or another way of explaining to it, meaning what we see here is that we're trying to bring examples of where they went out of their way. They did something that was considered out of the ordinary because of where this guy was coming from. We have to be Demach. So Ravashi Amar, Hasam Kfar Katan Haya. It was a small little village. There wasn't a market, so they would shecht an animal to give him fresh meat every day, even though he only needed a little bit of meat, but the rest of the animal went to waste. And that was the point was that we had to get him his meat, even though it was going to come at a tremendous expense. So a certain person came in front of him. Okay, what, what, what food can I provide you, right? He was coming to disperse. He need, the guy needed food. He said, you know what I need? I need basar shaman v'yayin yashan. I need the spitz, right? I need basar shaman, fatty, good meat, and good old aged wine. So, and Ritzayincha she tiskagel imi ba'adashim. Okay, and uh, he said, so Ritzayincha said, um, how about how about you'll take some lentils? You'll take some beans. So the gagal imay badashim. So Rnechemi gave him beans. Umes and this person died. This person who was requesting basar shaman and yain yashan. So Amar he said oy loy lozesh hargu Nechemia. This guy killed Nechemia. So he says, what are you talking about? Nechemia was the one who gave him beans. He if anything Nechemia killed him. Adaraba oy Nechemia shahargu lozeh. He killed this guy by not giving him what he was used to. So mibayale ela iuhu deloy ibayale. No, it's not Nehemiah's fault. It's on this guy. He shouldn't have been such a mafunak, okay? And he should have uh, figured out in life, okay, how to, how to be able to not, how to, to subsist without um, fatty meat and this wine. Now we have another story. Seems to be the complete opposite way. Guy comes in front of Rava. And you have to, we'll compare the stories in a moment here. So these are, these are Aniyim now. Yeah, this Ani that came in front of Rava, Amar Loi. So Rava said to him, "Bamata said, what, what, what can I provide you with?" Again, I want, I want, uh, right, good duck. Tanagos was stuffed, stuffed, stuffed duck and good wine. So Rava said to him, "One second, you're coming onto the tzibur's money. You, you're not worried about taking community funds to feed your expensive habits." I'm not eating from the community. What do you mean? The pasuk says, "That I'm going to give achlam beitai, not beitam, ella beitai." What does this mean? Why does it say beitai, not beitai? That when Kadosh Baruch Hu gives us beitai, okay, that according to what he needs. So we see, Kadosh Baruch Hu, don't worry. I'm asking for yes, I'm asking for expensive stuff, but the, I'm assured by the pasuk that Kadosh Baruch Hu takes care of each according to what. What he's expecting, and therefore that's that's what I'm that's what I'm asking. Kadosh Baruch Hu, you're just a conduit. I'm not coming off the tzibur's money, but it's coming from a Kadosh Baruch Hu. Adahachi also achde de Rava. Rava's sister shows up. He had Rava hadn't seen his sister in thirteen years. Guess what she brings with him? Guess what? Guess guess what she brings with her to visit him? And she brings a tanagolus petuma and yain yashan. Amar Rava turns to this ani and he says, "My dekama." Ha, ah, look what we have here. Amar le Rava said to him, Nenesilach kamachal. You're right. You're right. I shouldn't have questioned you. Kamachal. Come and eat. Now, there's a glaring contrast between these two stories. The first guy comes. He asks for uh, basar shaman and yayin yashan. 
right? And it gives him Rechemia gives him lentils, and he dies. Okay, and the second guy, and we said that no, Rechemia did it was right, and 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 then the second guy comes to Rava. And he gets it, and it, what's the difference? See, after the Shema, it's the difference. What did the second, the first guy, he was fine coming onto the Tzibur. The second guy, who was he? Who was he? He said, no, it's not from you. I wouldn't take it from the Tzibur. If it was about taking it from the Tzibur, I wouldn't take it. But you'll see that it really comes from Shemaim, and that's what the Kosh Baruch wants from me. And that's the difference between the two stories. Now, I want to preface this, we're going to go into a bunch of stories, some famous stories in regards to Tzedakah, and different Amaraim giving Tzedakah. Um, I just want to, in, we can follow for some of these. We can go in order. The Rambam says there are eight milas. There are eight levels of tzedakah. And this will kind of help, I think, give us color. I saw the, the Rambam, I, I saw the Rambam here, and then it, like, it, the, it crystallized. The Gemara crystallized as far as the order of the Gemara or some of the stories. It seemed to be a bunch of different things about tzedakah. But if you actually go through it and you start with, the Rambam says there are eight milas of tzedakah, so then it, it actually works. They're not all in here, but it works, it works very nicely. So the Rambam says, The first Milo, The number one, the best way to do tzedakah is loan a guy money for a business venture, give him a matana, invest in him. Right? That's why there's no, no embarrassment. Right, prevent, right, if you see a guy is in a situation, invest in him so that he could start a business, loan him money if he needs, whatever it is, but don't get to the point that where he's already taking tzedakah money, where he's on the dole. Figure out how to loan him or give him, if you have to give him a tana, but it should be done in the makovitic way before he's branded now as an ani. The next best way is if you give tzedakah and it's done completely anonymously through some sort of kupa. Okay, where nobody who's receiving knows who's giving. The people who are giving don't know who's receiving the money. That would be the next best thing. It's anonymous to both. The next, level three, is if the giver knows who he's giving it to, but the person receiving doesn't know who he's getting it from. And that would also, that saves the, 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 honey, the, the honey from embarrassment. The fourth level is that the honey goes ahead and the fourth level is that the, that the honey knows where he's getting it from so there's like a public place where everyone can go, but nobody, the giver doesn't know who he's giving it to. Okay, that would be the fourth. And then you have four other levels. Um, then you have four other levels that you give somebody. Um, You give to an ani, okay, so he's going to know, both are going to know, but you give it to him before he asks for it. That's level five. Level six is, No, after he asks, but you give him the full amount that he needs. Level seven is, you don't give him the full amount that he needs, but you give it with a smile. And level eight is, you uh, don't even give him the full amount that he needs with a smile. You give it to him, but that is still considered tzedakah. Right, and it's less than the amount. So those are the eight levels. But let's at least deal with the first four levels. We're going to see three of these four levels in our Gemara. So now, Tanarabanan. So let's say a guy doesn't have any money. But he doesn't want to come out to the community funds. You give it to him as a loan. So you give it to him as a loan. And then you give it as a matana. Loans and matanas are always ideal before a guy is branded as taking tzedakah money. You give it to him as a matana. So the Gemara asks on this. Well, we just said that he's not going to take. So how could you give it to him as matana first and then as alva? We just said he doesn't have it. He's not going to take. 
So what do you mean? So matana. So the point is, Rabbi says you should try. First try to give it to him as a matana. And if he doesn't, then you give it to him as alva. But either way, okay, yesh loy. Now, okay, that's the category of somebody who doesn't have and doesn't want to come on to other people. Now, let's say, wait, what happens, what happens if a guy has plenty of money? However, he's too cheap to even spend the money on himself. Yesh loy, but anyway, it's a list parnes. He doesn't want to spend the money on himself. Lamaisa, we see that the guy's dying. He needs food. So what do we do? He refuses to spend his own money. So Okay, so what we do is we give it to him. We give him a gift. We say, here, I'm going to buy you some food. Okay, we buy him some food. And then we later go back and knas him for the money that we spend. Well, then the jig's going to be up, right? What's going to happen? So the first week, you're going to do it. And the second week, he's going to say, I'm not taking your matana anymore because you're going to take the money from me. won't take the money. So I'm going to papa. No, what we mean is la'achar misa. We run a tab up, we run a tab, we provide food from him, and then Achar Misa, we take the money from him. Rosh Shimon Aimer, Shimon says, no, <laughs> too bad, he's on his own. If he has money and he doesn't want to spend it, we're not going to step in. Then, let's say he doesn't have, let's say he doesn't have food and he doesn't have money, right, but he doesn't want to take, then, so another way to do, do it is we tell you, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to loan you some money, bring me a mashkain, okay, even though he's going he's gonna to drop off, uh, you know, his, his, uh, his 20-year-old refrigerator as a mashkan, okay, but the point is, I don't, I don't really need it, but the point is, it makes him feel good that he's giving a mashkan, and we're giving a loan based on that mashkan. Right? So that he feels good, that he doesn't feel like he's getting charity. Okay, so let's go in some of the dinim over here. Tell about him, Okay, so when it said, so then, this is, what, what when we said, an avoit, it's talking about a mashkan, that we see someone who doesn't have money and doesn't want to take tzedakah, so we see what you should do is do it in a way of avayt. Give him a loan. Okay, so first go ahead, give him as a loan, and then give it to him as matana, tabitenu. That is, So that is, I'm sorry, so tabitenu, this is talking about giving tzedakah. So the first category is someone havet, is someone that doesn't want to take money, <clears throat> so we give him a loan, and then we change it into a matana. Tabitana was referring to somebody who has money, doesn't want to, like we said, that we're going to pay back after Misa. That Chachamim say, like we saw in Rav Shimon before, that if a guy has money, and he doesn't want to spend it, too bad, leave him be. Tabitenu won't learn anything out of. Okay, so in other words, are you learning Habe Tabitenu? Or are you only learning one of them and the second one is just, that's the way we say it. We say it in the double ushan, we can't learn anything out. Is it only telling us something about somebody who doesn't have money and he can't afford it that we have to help him? Or is it telling us even somebody who has the money that we have to go ahead, step in, give him the money, take it back after me? So that's the Machagist Tanaim. Or do we tell him, sorry, you're on your own? Now, Mar Ukva, here are the stories of Mar Ukva. So we talk about tzedakah. So like we said, the first level, the Gemara was discussing the first level. Number one level, the eight levels of tzedakah that the Rambam brought down, the first level was figure out a way to loan him the money. Gift, loan, invest, something like that, where it's not even nicker that he is, that he is getting anything. Where he's, he's not being put in a category where he's receiving, okay, that it, he doesn't, there is no embarrassment at all. Mar Ukva, hava aniyah b'shibivusa, dava ragal koyoyimah, d'shadilei arbozuzi b'tzinur d'dasha. The Mar Ukva, every day he would send this certain, this specific ani, he would leave in his mailbox, he would leave him four zuz. Okay, yoyim echad. Amar ezel echzi manka avadbi. 
I want to see, so again, this was, I guess, in the city, then they speak this out, that there was no kupa there, there was no anonymous way that the aniyam could get and that the ashirim could give, or that the people can give. So he did the next best thing, which is level three in the Ramam, which is, what did he do? He gave it anonymous. He knew who he was giving it to, but he made sure the ani didn't know. That was level three of the best ways to do tzedakah. So anyways, the ani was not happy. He wanted to see who, who was giving the money. I want to see who's doing it for me. So, Marukva, uh, as it happens to be, stayed late in the base medrash. Asid the base day. So his wife came to go fetch him. Right? I guess it was a somewhat regular occurrence. And then on the way home, he would go ahead and give tzedakah. So now it happened to be because of the timing. The ani was saw that this Marukva that Marukva was coming to come to the mailbox. Nafak basrayu. Okay, so he saw that he saw a man coming to his mailbox. So he said, "Ah, this is the guy who's giving me money." So he ran after him. So Marukva ran away and he ran into an oven to have a grufa, nura. Okay, that it was the fire was already cleared away. So he didn't see the fire there. Didn't realize it was hot. He jumped in head first, and all of a sudden he's getting burned. Have a kare. His legs were getting burned. Now I guess his wife was with him, and she said, "Put your legs on my leg." So meaning that the fire, that the heat wasn't able to affect her. It was a nace, but him it was burning. So he felt bad. He's like, "What do you mean? I've been giving this ani money, this ani money, right for 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 uh, for dinarim a day." And how come I'm not getting saved? My wife is, my wife is, is able to not feel, right? Her legs are a natural fire, fire retardant, right? She's able to not feel it. She's getting this nace and I'm not. She said, I am in the house. Okay, so I'm home. So all the anim can come to my house. So I'm constantly dealing with this. And you're giving money, I'm giving food. And therefore, I'm able to be makriv to the ani, I'm able to benefit in a better way. My kule hai. Okay, what, what's this idea? A person should better throw himself into a fiery furnace and not to embarrass his friend publicly. Where do we learn this from? As the Pasuk says, by Tamar, she was brought out, right? She refused to give up Yehuda. And instead, she was going to get burned, okay, until Yehuda said, that uh, Yehuda stepped in and intervened, but she was ready to get burned. Now, Tesis and Saita asked the following question. If this is true, so then we should say, right, we know that there's three Averis Chamuris, Yahag Yavar. Okay, that is Averis Zarash, Rechastam, Rice. Well, we should have a fourth one over here. If you have to throw yourself into a furnace. So he says, why isn't it listed? So Tesis answers, because it's not listed in the Torah that a person has to do this. Those three Averis are listed in the Torah. But really, it comes out from Taisus that this is a Yaharag Val Yavar. This, this would be in the category of Yaharag Val Yavar. It's not, again, an official category because it's not listed because it's not an official, not official Avera. But we do see this. Taisus takes this very, very seriously. Mar Ukva had a, a similar story. There was an Ani in his neighborhood. He would send him 400 Zuz every Yom Kippur. He got an annual... He was on the annual subsidy program. Okay? He sent it with his son. Asa, so his son came back, never gave the money. He doesn't need the money. He sent his son the 400, says, go deliver it to so-and-so, give it. And his son came back with the money. He said, I saw, he doesn't need the money. Why? What did you see? That he was being zilof, yayin yashan. 
Okay, that he was, uh, he was, so, Amar, Mefanki Kulei Hai, he was doing Zilof, right? In order to live, we saw that he was, uh, Zilof was like, um, it, it was dripped, but it was something that he needed. I saw him going through this, like, treatment. Zilof treatment of, of Yayin Yashan. So we see, this guy has high standards, so he doesn't need your tzedakah money. So I brought the tzedakah money back to you. So he says, ah, Mefanki Kulei Hai, I finu. Double the money, and he sent him with double the money. We see that, it, again, you have to give him what he needs. If this is what he needs, so then, well, of course he gets tzedakah money, but I didn't realize that he was on such a high level. I have to give him more money. When this is Mar-Ukva, right? Sorry. He said, I bring you my ledger. I want to see how much stuck I gave. That he had given away 7,000 dinners. Sianiki. 7,000 Sianaki dinners. I'm about to head on a journey uh, that is a very long journey and I only have a little bit of food. Sag, right? Zavdi Khalili, a little bit of food for Urchadikika for a long journey. Come bizbaze, I got it. I don't have enough schar. I only gave 7,000 dinners away. I got to give more. Come bizbaze, lapagi me money. He gave half his money away. Frek the Gemara, what do you mean? How could you give half your money? Hey, Chiyavid, Hachir, Vamar, Rabbi Loi, Bu'usha, Iskinu, Mavazav, Azvaz, Yes, you can only give up to 20%. How is he giving half his money away? The Gemara says, Hani, Mili, Mechayim. That's only when he's alive, but to leave it as an endowment, it's not a problem. Why? Shemar Yarin, Minachasav. What's the whole concern why you can't be Mavazis more than Chaymish? You're going to come on to others. We discussed this, and somebody who's very, very wealthy, and it's not a concern, they have plenty of money, then they could. Right? So we see again here, Achar Misa, you don't have this concern. He's not going to come. He's dead. He's not going to come on to others, and therefore, Achar Misa, an endowment, he could leave. <coughs> I, just, I want to just contrast, and the reason I'm going to go a little bit weiter, just a few more lines is, so we discussed, we had level one of tzedakah, which is loan money. We didn't have level two, I guess there was no kupa available. We had level three, where Ma'urkpa was giving money, they were giving money anonymously. Okay, they, know, they didn't know who, who, who was getting it. Now, so again, he, sorry, he was giving the money, he knew he was giving it to, but the Ani didn't know, that was level three. Now we're gonna have level four. So he would keep, he would have like a knapsack full of money, okay? So he'd keep his tzedakah money in a knapsack, essentially, whatever the equivalent was in a knapsack of those days, a handkerchief tied, but it was in a knapsack, and he'd keep it on his back, Right, so he would go where the Aniyam were, and he basically would have it on his back. Now again, he didn't know who was taking, they knew that they were getting from him. So that is level four of tzedakah. So he would go ahead and put it on his back, specifically walk there with the open backpack and say, come take. Okay, now, but what he would do is matzli any maramai, he would glance back to make sure, and we'll get into this tomorrow, the sugya of Ramayim, that he would glance back to make sure that people weren't cheating him, that there was really legitimate tzedakah Aniyam. I guess we'll be able to tell Rukhanina Hava and we have a similar story with Rukhanina like we had with Mar Ukva. Hava Hahu Hahu Aniya da have a ruggle the Shadrule Arbazuzu Kamali Shabsa, that he would send him four hundred Zuz every Arab Shabbos, Yoimachad Shadrinu Niale Biadabesu. One day he sent it with his wife. Asai, his wife came back and Amrale, right? So again, one time he would send every week this amount of money. His wife came back and said they don't need it. Asai Amrale Tsarach. My chazis. So his wife said, No, I'm bringing back the money, they don't need it. My chazis, what do you see? What, 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 what silverware should we use? Okay, should I use, should I use the right, should we use this fancy tableware or this fancy tableware? So his wife said, I don't need it. His, his wife said, they don't, obviously they don't need the money. Okay, and they accepted that. Omar, he said, Right, so he 
Okay, so again, here, they were, here, he said, oh, this is Ramayim, and we'll stop here. I'll pick it up kind of back with the story, but I wanted to contrast the story. Why Tesis of I don't understand. We had the last story where it was the, he sent it, the last Amir sent it with his son, Yayin, and he sent it back with double the money. Here, his, his wife came back and said, Tlei Kesev, Tlei Zav, and he said, oh, they're Ramayim, they're cheating the system. Well, what's the difference? Mezalfiyayin is something that's talia mefanki. It's something that was a treatment that he needed. So we see that he was, he was a mefunak. But nobody's a mefunak about their tableware. You don't need, you can be particular, but it's not something that you absolutely need to. So LMI must be that they were cheating the system because, and that's what Taisa says, aifinu vishadrinu, he didn't double it and send in the money. It must be that they were wealthy and they were cheating the system if they had, right? Because when we talk about silver and gold tableware, nobody needs that to, uh, nobody needs that to live.